Welcome to the Goddess Gathering Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Laurie. Welcome to our conversation about embodying feminine energy. This is going to be really exciting. Debbie and Laurie, how are you? I am perfect. Oh, I am so good and I'm so excited for today's conversation. This is one of my favorite topics ever. Mine too, Laurie, mine too. And it has been a big thing, a big subject for, I know, for us all over the last year. This has really had a strong focus because I believe that many of us have come to realize how important this is what it really means to embody the feminine energies and how this is really going to change our own world first, but also the world. And remember, when we talk about masculine and feminine energies, we're not talking about women versus men. We are talking about the feminine energies that we are all carrying. And what we see is that we often carry more of this energy or allow more of this energy in our bodies when we are females but it's not strictly that way there are many who identify more with the masculine energy as born in a female body and the other way around and it's very important we allow for this dynamic expression of these energies is what i i very often receive because in that way we can have the most fulfilling life it's here on earth that we describe these as feminine and masculine energies because we live in a world of duality where you can be either one of the gender, you can be one of the genders. And also you can, of course, also be born as something in between, but it's most often expressed as one of these genders. And that is very specific <laughs> for the earth experience. And we have the same energy in the rest of the universe. I don't know if all identifies with being multidimensional, but I can say that I do, <laughs> or we do. And in there, when you're embodying or when you're connected to some of your other potentials, some of the other dimensions, you will realize that not all of these dimensions hold this duality of the feminine and masculine. Though they have the energy, it's just called something else because we don't need to label it in that way. But we love to play with it here on Earth in that way and label them. And I find it very useful I've been asked about this before, if it's creating more polarity to call it masculine and feminine energy. But what the goddesses say, and it's the goddesses that are channel, we will introduce ourselves more formally in just a moment. They say that it's for us to play with and it can help us in this phase of integration of all that we are and all our energy. So that was a bit of introduction. I would love for us to just through the three of us here on stage and introduce us and also that there will be time for questions and sharings. Debbie, do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Matilda. So I really am sitting here grinning from ear to ear, first of all, because this is such a divine conversation with <laughs> amazing people. And sometimes I have to give my head a little bit of a shake and go, how did I get here? So a little bit of introduction. I am uh, Debbie Prediger from Alberta, Canada, and I actually live in a really small town. And 10 plus years ago, I had to start taking my business online. And at that time, I was very much into IT and computers. I had three different computer stores and very much the person that was helping everybody with technology. And there was a lot of burnout in that and if you guys have followed my story i'd also been a nurse so there was a burnout from that and i was ready to transition into something a little bit more creative and i i started with photography and and stepped into that and matilda has actually asked me and the goddesses have asked me that question before of how did my journey evolve so i'm smiling because that journey has taken me to this place where I get to have these beautiful conversations with world changers and thought leaders and visionaries who really are taking their own life experiences and knowing that they were chosen, knowing that this is their gift to the world and helping them. And so that's what I do is I help people really step into their own power. What is your mission? What is your message? And how do we get it out there so you can truly make an impact? 
and I do that in many ways, but first of all, I just want to introduce myself to you so that we can start having a relationship, and then we'll go into more of how I can help you do what you were created to do. So over to you, Lori. Oh, that's so good, Debbie. And my name is Lori McMurphy, and I am a channel as well, and I have a blog and offer a monthly Q&A call and do private channeled coaching sessions through my website, lauriemcmurphycoaching.com. And I am so excited to be here and to have these types of conversations with all of you. I love what you mentioned already, Matilda, about bringing it back to the whole self and going beyond the duality and really bringing our divine feminine and divine masculine into balance. But I do feel like this was such an important step along my journey to really recognize the divine feminine energy and to bring it forward because that was one of my energies that was more suppressed just from growing up in a more masculine dominated culture. So I will turn it back over to you, Matilda. I love that, Laurie, and that is so exciting. Yeah, I know that this is one of the topics I love to talk to you about and also to Debbie, because one of the great things you can call very specific qualities of the divine feminine energy is the intuition. And with the intuition comes all these clairsentient, clairvoyant abilities, a lot about embodying higher wisdom. So these are qualities in the feminine energies. And I will remind you again, it's not men versus women. It is the feminine energies. And we can also call it something else if we like to do that. But the thing is that we are here in a, you can call it a gendered experience. You have a gender and you play that role out. And for us, it can be a really, really joyful experience when we allow ourselves to be the gender that we are. And for us, it is females. For many of us, I can see right now, we're just females on the call. There might be some men tuning in later. And this is very relevant for you as well. But we choose to come here and live this experience as a female. But for many of us, we have been playing in this very male-dominated places. We have maybe immersed ourselves very deeply into a specific career. I can say for me, I was in science and natural science before, and I was a researcher and I really loved that also because I actually loved the exploration very much, but the way and the structure of doing it was very, very too, um, you could say too controlling for me, for my body to like it and controlling. It's not like I see someone outside, but just the way I was playing it out was very much with these structures and doing things in a certain way on a certain timeline and having all this very the same every day and the same way of, of doing things as everyone else. And my body loves the freedom and the waves there is in the feminine energies. But what I really want to say about that is we often come into this male dominated experience with a lot of male energy and masculine energy and also a bit distorted, but we can get back to that. And then we sit there and then we think, why are no one allowing me to be my full self? Why are no one allowing me to be the feminine being that I am? Why can I not be all that I am? And we are waiting for the world to change or we might be waiting for people to allow us to be more feminine. I remember in science, there was a lot about women in science and we needed to be this way and we are suppressed. And I'm full of honor and respect for all the women that are still there and also for seeing it that way because I was there too at a point. But what I realized is that we cannot wait for something outside us to change in order for us to become our full selves because the outer world is a reflection of our inner world. So where we need to start is to go within. And we need to allow the divine feminine energy in us. We need to honor and we need to respect it. And we just need to be unapologetically who we are. And that is often easier said than done. But the outer world is simply a reflection of our inner world. And um, we love that experience. We love to create it that way, though it can feel the opposite. Sometimes we, we have some experience that does not feel good to our body or that does not feel aligned. But when we open up to understand ourselves as creative beings, we can really see that we just created this and it's completely okay. And now we can create an experience where we whole and complete as we are, where we are divine feminine beings and we allow this divine feminine energies to be 
an expression of who we are because for many of us we come to be very much that and i will go more into that in a moment but first i will ask laurie what comes up for you when i mention the feminine energies and also when i share what i just did oh i love what you shared already matilda that is all spot on of course and what comes up for me is really the growth and evolution that I have been on through this of really stepping more into that divine feminine energy because I like you was in a masculine thinking mind dominated world I went into engineering school actually and so that was really thinking and heavily in that masculine energy and so I agree like it was not supportive or really allowing that divine feminine energy to really flow as freely as it wanted to through me. And so it really has been about balancing the two energies within myself because that's how I come into who I really am, that really core authentic soul self. And so I want to say that it really, for me, it's balancing that being versus doing energy the feminine energy likes the rest. It likes the flow. It likes to be fully present in the now moment. And that is how we tune into and hear our intuition. And that is such a key component of that feminine energy. I've heard it said many times that the soul doesn't shout because it doesn't need to, because it can be fully present in the now. And it is always there within us to tune into. And another key aspect of this for me was really leaning into that surrender and trust and allowing energy to really be able to validate myself from within and to go within and to know that I'm enough just as I am right in this now moment. It doesn't have to be that chasing energy, always that more, more, more to be enough. And so that's what I wanna add in this now moment to this conversation. Back to you, Matilda. Thank you, Laurie. I love that. And yes, as you say, it's, it's really about allowing ourselves to be and the divine feminine loves to go every day as a new day and feel how is the energy guiding me today? What is there for me to do today? And the structures that the divine masculine often enjoys very much, which is also present in us divine feminine beings. And we can lean into that and experience that and explore that and use it to support us. But what we will often find for those of us who are here to very strongly bring in the feminine energies is that we simply need to allow ourselves to flow like an ocean. So sometimes the waves are high and sometimes they're low. And some days there's plenty of energy to explore from and some days there's not. And we will do something else. But if we have a very typical job, we will often find that we can get drained or we can maybe want to restructure it and debbie i want to ask you also because oh it's so good to have laurie go first with her share because i know that you actually come from a very female dominated world before being a nurse but i also know that the experience of being a nurse now might not be as feminine as we might think it might be very much focused on the love and the caring but the time structure there is i can feel a lot of them pressure in that but i would love to hear your perspective on that and the embodiment of the divine feminine energies and how you experience this thank you so much laurie that was very rich i loved it we're all channeling up here and uh, you definitely heard my thoughts and seen my words written on paper because i believe that even though i was a nurse and i definitely have been that caregiver my entire life that i also am that leader and those are the two energies that have struggled with each other. So the nurturer, lover, acceptor wants to go with the flow and see everybody as they are. And then the leader in me wants to say, come on guys, let's do this. Come on, gather up, let's join forces. And so the doer mode and the beer mode sometimes struggles to find that flow or that balance or that alignment. And as we've talked before, Matilda, there was a time I didn't even know what masculine or feminine energy was. I thought the word feminine meant like women's rights. And so I had a very negative association with that word because there was people that would say, oh, you're just one of those women's rights things. And so that wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't uh, resonate with that. I believed everybody was equal. So that didn't make sense to me. So I was just very confused. 
And when I realized that I was in total do-it mode, which actually for me was a survival mode, then I realized, oh my goodness, like I can actually feel safe. I can actually, you know, I'm that nurturer, that person that's loving and supporting others, but I had never received that type of energy from anyone else. And so, of course, <laughs> that was the lesson for me. That was, you know, the transition. And so now it's fully like just be, and that being is enough. And so, you know, what you seek outside of you, you also have inside of you. We have everything we need and more. And so really stepping back into my own power. And instead, when I was in doer mode, what is it that I would really love right now? And for me, it's always emotions. So what is that emotion that I would really love? And I would really love to feel safe. I would really love to have that peace. I would really love to have that acceptance and love. Well, we have to have that within us first. And so I would really just embody that. And we've talked about that before on how I do that. But it was a big learning curve. And the biggest thing is always the awareness. Awareness first, and then you can make an empowered choice. And I had to see that there was a difference in those two energies, in how I acted when I was in one energy or the other, and then making that choice, that intention of which energy do I need at this moment. You know, it's kind of like that identity. You stepping into, you know, the person that's very professional and, uh, running a meeting or whatever or are you stepping into that playful self and what the goddesses have brought into me since the very first time i did your goddess challenge is the awareness that i can do both or i can do all all parts of me i can have all parts of me and that flow and that playfulness can just it's like a dance and i honestly do see myself and feel myself as dancing dancing in the waves, dancing in the flow, dancing in the energy. And I often picture myself dancing above myself, like my guides are showing me to just dance, just go with it. And you said a new day and we can be just be guided for that new day and have that flow. That's how I run things now. I was so structured before with planning, planning, planning. And I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm in survival mode, when I go back into that triggered reaction of like, I need to control things, it's a very constrictive place and it's not fun. And so now it's like, let's just see where the energy is taking me. Let's see who I'm supposed to meet and what's that about? And just always stay in that curiosity. And it really helps me to just find that flow and, and it really feels great. So thanks Matilda for this conversation. Wow, Debbie, there was so much in what you said that not just only resonated, it was so deep and we're going to expand on it. First, I want to say you talk about emotions and what emotions you want to embody. And, and that is very much the divine feminine who really knows emotions and allows them and are not afraid of the deep and dark emotions and are not afraid of the high and loving and joyful emotions either, but allow all of them. So if we feel safe with our emotions running through our body, we can really go through any and all experiences as the goddesses because then we can feel safe being in our body. And that is so important for this human experience. But what you also touched upon was the resistance towards the feminine because of what you said, you had an idea about what the divine feminine was. And I can say for myself, I had so much resistance too. And actually, that is a really, really important point I want to bring up. It was also related to what I shared in the beginning, like, we can be in places where we want to be allowed to be who we are. We want to be allowed to be divine feminines or be in a certain way, have more emotions and be welcomed in that way. But we still in resistance to it ourselves. I can say, and that's the fun thing, because that's what you mentioned in the end. This unstructuredness, I was in resistance to that when I saw early in my life, when I saw some very much in that very emotional state and unstructured and just flowing around i was in resistance to that and as it turns out often we can often be in resistance to one of our greatest strengths because when i started to embody that that is really who i am just flowing with it many say it's like but you can also use your logical mind you should also tap in with your logical mind and use that sometimes but i actually don't do that at all i use purely intuition because I've found that it can just strongly guide you through, as Debbie also said, work tasks, for example, 
what becomes very joyful when you're flowing with the energy and when your divine feminine and your divine masculine is really in harmony and you you can really play and that is also what i hear debbie talking about really playing in the harmony between those two and allow that to be the expression of you your fullness your completeness but i want to focus a little more on this resistance because there might be some of you having these resistances of you towards your own divine feminine i mean we can always have more light on this so what is the divine feminine i often find that we have resistance about that is very much the structure i hear many women that feels like oh but i need to have structure i need to push forward i need to do it in this way because that is the real way that is the way i get results but the divine feminine has such a deep way to create and it's also in the man as we also mentioned before it's in the divine feminine energies which we could also label something else, but we are playing with it in that way. So all you who come in with a lot of feminine energy, you have huge creative potential because it's the divine feminine energy that is birthing within you the potential. So that is the creation in the formula. And it's also the receiver frequency. So the more divine feminine energy you can embody, you're allowing of your own divine feminine energy, the easier it becomes to receive for you. And uh, that is really, really important. And that was really heart opening, eye opening to me that that is actually where we need to focus on and allow this part of us if we want to receive more and if we want to receive what we have created for ourselves and what we are really here to create. We are here to become fully who we are, many of us, especially those tapping in with conversations like this. And when we are who we are fully and completely, we will have it reflected from the outside. But I just want to mention one thing before we move further. If you are thinking, how can I embody my divine feminine energy more? We have just added the link to the goddess challenge that we also have been running before. And there we have the goddesses giving you advice on how you can embody your feminine energies. And every day a new goddess will channel her wisdom for you about how you can embody her energy. And there is so much in that. This is really a way to go deeply into allowing this divine feminine energy in your body. So we will start taking questions soon. But first, Laurie, I want to hear from you. Were you in resistance to any of this part about being a divine feminine and your feminine energy? Definitely. So when I was growing up, I think the divine feminine energy was seen as more weak. It was seen as not as strong and not as practical. And so it was, I want to say more suppressed. And so it wasn't celebrated. It wasn't recognized because at least the world that I grew up in was very much physically focused and was very valued by success and by external success, by chasing things outside of yourself, not really going within, but looking outside of you for those markers of success and validation. And so it has been very important for me to bring forward that divine feminine energy within myself, because I do see that my primary resistance is that my divine masculine energy within myself wants to steamroll that divine feminine. It doesn't want to give her that space and that time to really be and to really <laughs> express herself fully. And I want to say that within my own energies, I really see that my divine feminine energy really leads spiritually in the spiritual realms and the non-physical realms. And my divine masculine energy really does support her by grounding that energy here in the physical reality and so to me they are now i'm happy to say much more in balance i love the example of the yin yang symbol because it is the perfect expression visually of that duality of that polarity that we are experiencing here in physical form and so it can be seen as the divine feminine and divine masculine energy when they're in balance when they're in harmony they are in union, <laughs> they are really the whole, the whole picture all in one. And so it's really about for me not having them be at odds or 
pulling against each other, but really supporting and working together. That has been the biggest key for me is to get them on board together so that I can really express my whole self here in form, because I really do have both of those energies. It's not that one is better than the other or more preferred than the other, but together they make a whole that is who I really am. And that's really what I want to express here. I just had to jump in there, Lori, and say, amen. Oh my goodness, you speak so beautifully and really be able to wrap that up in one big bow for us. So thank you for that. I had to do a shout out right away. And I also wanted to make sure, Lori, because when I'm tapping my mic quick, that means I'm clapping for you. So I hope that I wasn't ever making you feel like you needed to rush or whatever. That's just me clapping. Oh, that's perfect, Debbie. That's perfect to know. Thank you. Debbie, she knows all the tips and tricks to a clubhouse. I've been learning so much from her. <laughs> so should we get someone stage to ask questions or do sharings? I invited both Suzanne and Jovan up. Jovan, do you want to start asking a question or sharing or whatever feels good to you? Yes, you guys will have to forgive me. This is uh, only my second time on clubhouse and I feel like I have like been paying so much attention to myself and sorry my name is Jovan I'm from Marietta California I'm not sure if that's part of this process but thank you ladies for putting this together I feel like I was literally led to this space because I have been so immersed in my studies and this is a, a area that I have absolutely no knowledge of but it just kind of you know kind of teetered into my world and so I, someone introduced me to Clubhouse and going through all of the different subject matters, I'm like, oh, okay, this is something I am very interested in because I just am awake to this fact. Of course, I know in the social realm, there's masculinity and femininity, but what I struggle with now with understanding that this is something that uh, I just recently learned that I am a spiritual being and that I, you know, the gender is not really something that is important. It's that I'm a spiritual being, but I'm having a hard time navigating what I've been socialized as, you know, femininity and masculinity. But I believe joining the Goddess Challenge and hearing those women is going to help me in that because I'm also like, how do I get in touch with more of it so you know i believe that was matilda that that said to to join that situation but really i just wanted to jump in to thank you guys so much for organizing this and man Lori, wow i so relatable 100 percent. thank you for your even just your last little comment helped me so much in understanding more about this i am so excited and charged up today to i just want to spend the whole day understanding this more and studying it more so I look forward to being a listening ear regularly with you ladies. I'm going to jump in on that one. So thank you so much for those comments. It really helps us understand that we are resonating and helping others. So perfect. And I'm going to say you're definitely in the right place. You know, you were led here divinely and, and we're always choosing to celebrate that and then just stay in that curiosity. And once you have that little door open to, oh my goodness, these words and your intuition and that actual uh, feminine energy will really help you tune into it. It's like you've tuned into a radio frequency and all of a sudden all of these things start coming at you. My thing that I want to say is don't let that overwhelm you. Just like let go of, don't try to hold on to everything that comes at you. Uh, Matilda, I'm not sure if you recognize this, but at first it was like, whoosh, all this comes in and it's like, oh my goodness, this is overwhelming. How do I know? And so tap in deeper and go, who do I resonate with? What voice do I hear? But this uh, goddess challenge, it's just the perfect thing. We talked about it this week, about it being so important to bring this back it not only activates you, like each one of these goddesses channeling this wisdom, and then you take it in and you activate a little bit deeper and then you start embodying it and then you're like, wow, like 14 days later, I'm a different person. And so I want that for each and every one of you because when I experienced this, I said to Matilda, you are onto something that you really, <laughs> it's way bigger than what a 14 day challenge is. It's so much bigger than that. And I'm excited <laughs> for you to be a part of it with us. 
Thank you. I look forward to it. And I, I, I received, I am a person that will be like, oh my gosh, it's so much. So I take that in good grace and thank you so much. I'm so excited though. This is, feels so good. Feels really good. So good to hear, Joanne. And thank you, Debbie. Yes, Joanne, the fun thing, the first thing that came to me when you were talking about this, this was where you were led to. I also feel that there is something strongly coming for you about the intuition. And that is one of the divine feminine qualities, as I already talked about. And knowing that there might be something trying to reach you about this intuition, about your way and path in life, what your next step is, and be led by that with curiosity and not feel overwhelmed by it, as Debbie said. And the fun thing you will also see when you receive the first email from the goddesses is the first thing they say, this might be a 14 days challenge and this goes for everything. But a real goddess know that she can take her time. And I love that because I channeled that. So it was, and when I received that message from them, it was just like, yeah, that makes so much sense. We are often used to things has, has to go really fast, moving forward, forward, forward. And the goddesses that just take us and just draw us right back to ourselves, to our center and to our feeling of it's all going to come to you at divine time. You don't have to run for anything anymore. You're right where you're meant to be. And things are just going to come to you in the divine right pace. And that's really what I've learned from working with them is that we can just really lean in when we allow ourselves to. It's like there's layers in this reality that we can experience. And when we are in the layer of fear, as both Laurie and Debbie also talked about layers of stress, we don't feel our intuition and we don't feel safe and we don't feel that we are guided and supported. But there are layers underneath that and the goddesses are helping us to reach that. And when we are there, we can feel like, oh, I'm actually already where I'm supposed to be. This is just an exciting new beginning. And there's always just coming more for us. So that is really, really amazing. And I can't wait for you to take this journey with us. It's so much fun. There is so much fun in the exchange with the goddesses. So thank you. Laurie, do you have anything to say uh, about this? Just that I'm so excited for you. This is going to be a magical adventure and really, really profound unfolding for you. So it really is about bringing your whole self here in your body. And it's really fun when those two halves can start to dance and play together and really express the wholeness and fullness and completeness of all that you are. So I'm so thrilled and so excited for you as well. And I'm so happy that you were drawn to this conversation. There are no accidents ever. Perfect timing as always. And so I'm just really excited to have you here and I'd love to have you join us on a more regular basis. Thank you, Lori. And I also just want to touch upon now, I remember that you said, Jovan, something about what you used to see femininity as or being a feminine being. And that is also going to change, I feel, for all of us in the coming years, because I can say, when I first heard about the goddesses and that I was going to channel them more broadly to more people, I was also having this resistance to it being like something exterior, like how you look or how you behave in a certain way and a goddess. But what I've come to understand is that it's unique for all of us. Uh, what we tap into is our goddess wisdom. And we can really choose to ex express it in any way we want to. We can be beautiful, but a real goddess know that she's always beautiful. And she's the one who creates the attraction within her for herself. And you will also hear about that in the challenge because that's what many of them have been really good at. Really feel this draw within and feel very loving, nurturing and kind towards themselves. So that is for all of us. Suzanne, I'm so happy to see you here on the call and I can't wait to hear what you have to share with us. Please share. Hi, Debbie, Laurie, Matilda and everybody else. I'm so excited to have three of my favorite people in one room. And uh, you've gotten given me some clarity on things and some insights. Um, just by sharing, Laurie sharing about uh, Yin Yang, um, my logo for, I do animal communication and I'm a holistic health coach for animals and their people. And my logo is um, a Yin Yang and instead of the dots, it's a paw and a human foot. And I just got the insight, it was about bringing the mental 
into the body <laughs> kind of the you know these two opposites which is kind of like the feminine the masculine right as in um, the masculine being more mental and the feminine being like just you know being able to give birth is more physically oriented although often it's kind of people think it the other way but I feel like that's a combination and then um, also some uh, insights on leadership because I help people to become leaders for their animals and through that it's a very feminine activity actually because people drop into their body and they step into their power but it's no power over and it has actually nothing to do with action it has um, just to do with being different and coming home to ourselves and then, uh, then our nervous system and the nervous system of the animals relax and you three just helped me to drop into another layer of understanding what my purpose is and what I share so thank you so much it was awesome Suzanne, I love you, and this is fantastic. Again, there is no accidents that you're here in this room today because we've done many rooms, and so I love that you said uh, another layer, another level, right? That coming home. So we know that our animals are often our guiders, and I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but when you were talking, I got this real vision of, for me, it's horses, for you, it's all animals, but you know, I can just literally go up and touch a horse and that sense of peace and coming home to myself and being grounded and standing in my power and being powerful but yet not dominating is just, it's the state that instantly happens. And I actually don't even have to touch a horse anymore. I just have to envision that. It's almost like it's a spirit animal or something like that. And me and you probably need to have a bigger conversation on that because you understand so much more of that. But when you talked about the nervous system, I went, yes, it's that we're regulating each other's nervous systems. We're actually coming into that oneness between that animal and ourselves. So you helped me go to another level as well, Suzanne. So thank you. That's great, yeah, and I think that nervous system thing is one of the things because I, it's, it's the thing if our nervous system is overactive, which most of us are, and you know, in the last two years we realized how much we, we were, like, because it, it acted up when we had to actually physically stop. And um, so the nervous system, if it's calm, then we get intuition, so the feminine comes in. So, Joanne, just you start and then it unfolds and it unfolds and it never stops. It's never boring. It never stops being exciting. And it just, I don't know. I don't know what better to do. You know, <laughs> I don't know what could be more exciting. It's sometimes it feels like a roller coaster, right? But, you know, we always come to a deeper level, a deeper understanding, more clarity. And, you know, congratulations for your starting point. And thank you so much for having me here. Thank you, Suzanne. That was such a beautiful sharing. I loved all of it. And yes, it just gets better and better. And though it's overwhelming sometimes, I feel what it really is, as you said, it's, it's the nervous system. But, but it's not like we want to stop embodying all that we are because that's really what we came here for. We're just really so drawn to that experience of becoming who we are and also because we know it is possible for us. But I really loved you touching upon that feel the anxiety, feeling the, the nervous system reacting strongly. What I see in many and also experience in myself is that when we bring a lot of who we are back into our body, our body can react in the beginning. It's like it has to allow and get used to having those lighter and brighter frequencies in our body again. And we can have been um, closing them down because we felt they were not welcome. Or we can actually never have allowed them into this body because of maybe where our families, family line comes from or because they have not been allowing these qualities. We have to remember that these feminine qualities that we're bringing in now have not been brought in in the way that we are going to. And we're going to talk more in depth about that on the next call, the future of the divine feminine. But the way we are embodying them now and in the context we are embodying them now is so new. So coming into these places where we really stand up in our femininity and say, I feel this, I intuitively know this, because as you remember, we talked about before, 
now we can actually, when we come into the state and really allow ourselves to be guided with our intuitions, many of us are actually able to just work from that place solely, not to go into the logical mind, because we know that our intuition and our inner guidance can provide, say, a stronger platform for us to work from. It can give more accurate advice on what is good to do and which way to go. And when we come into that level of embodying our higher consciousness and are also really, really in tune with those qualities of our higher mind and allow it to flow through our feminine body and allow it to flow through this experience of being intuitive and having a sensing body that sense with emotions, then this is really new to bring that out into the world and maybe in a new context, maybe into a new workplace where these qualities have never been brought in or respected or honored in the way that we are going to now. So we will talk a bit about that in the next call, but I would also love to talk about that now. So how do you feel safe in your body about allowing these feminine energies? And I would love to hear Laurie and Debbie about that uh, first, and then I can go into it if we get to that. So Debbie, do you want to start? Sure. And I feel like I'm guided also to just jump in here real quick and just give a little bit of a clubhouse tip. So one of the things about Clubhouse is it's a different platform. We don't follow each other for vanity. We follow each other so that we find out which rooms people go in. So when you find your tribe, people that are speaking your language or creating rooms or content, if you don't follow them, you don't find them again because there's millions of people on this app. So when we resonate with somebody, make sure you follow them. But right now I wanted to also be able to connect with you on a deeper level. So Lori, Matilda and Suzanne, we're all inside of a community called We Empower World. And it's actually this big platform that Shres Rodriguez and myself created so that we could have these conversations in a deeper way, but we're also more than that. So this isn't a big pitch for that, but I want you just to know that if you want to join a community where we host these types of rooms, but we also do a ton of Zoom rooms and master classes and connection and networking events, you've found your people. If you're somebody that does host clubhouse rooms or you have an idea for a clubhouse room, connect with me either here or inside the We Empower World app. We want people with great strong messages to be part of our community. So if you have an empowering message or you need empowerment in any sort of way, which we all do, we have one place to connect. So back to Matilda and your beautiful question. And I've talked about this a lot. It's really truly embodying that emotion that I choose to be. So it, I no longer look at an emotion as just um, a sign or a symptom. So I used to think of, oh, I'm so angry or I'm so jealous or I'm so this. And I was labeling it as good or bad, right? And now I just look at it as like it's a gas gauge. It's just showing me here's where I am and here's where I want to be. So making that transition from awareness to choice, empowered choice, is what is that emotion I want to embody? And then I actually step into it. I actually be that emotion. And how I do that is I open and allow, which is, you know, anybody that is just learning about energy, they may not get that. But, you know, whenever we're in resistance, we're closed off. And so open and allow is just telling my body it's safe and I can open and allow that light, that love, that energy that I'm inviting into my body. And then I see it as literally activating every cell in my body. So as that light visually pours through the top of my head, which is your crown, I see the light light up my body as I'm breathing, and then I see it activate the cells. It's like each cell has a little candle. I don't know if you guys have ever gone to church on Christmas Eve where you reach over and you light the candle of the person beside you. That's what it feels like in my body. So it's lighting and igniting and activating these cells. And as I'm continuing to breathe and, and expand my awareness and expand my love and joy and peace, the emotion that I'm choosing, it's that I be it. I literally am telling myself and that I am, I be love. Every cell in my body is love. I am love. I expand into love. And I see this light growing in my body and then expanding like a river. Like if a waterfall or a river started to like overflow 
and it reached out and then it reached out and touched every person that was standing in its way not in a tidal wave but in this beautiful flowing and I just see that expanding out into the world and I truly believe and even when I first learned energy I truly believe that when you walk into a room your energy walks in before you and so we have to be conscious of what we're portraying out into the world and so when I see this and I see it touching each person worldwide out there I really do feel like my energy of love peace and joy is expanding into the world for others to be invited into the same energy I guess let's say so that's what I do Matilda I love that Debbie and I was just feeling so much peace when you were talking just having these images of the candles I love that and Laurie, I would love to hear you as well, because I really love, I know we've been doing this on other calls to really going in. So how can you do this? How can you feel this? And I actually really love this part of the call. So we're going to continue to do that. And I love to hear what each one of you have, because I feel it's so profound to really expand our understanding on what is possible when we embody our, our emotion and our peace. So Laurie, how do you embody your feminine energy and really calm yourself down? Oh, this is a great question, Matilda. So one of the best ways that I have found to do that for my divine feminine energy is really to slow down, take the time to rest and just be. And so a huge thing that I like to do is just to like lay on the bed and just breathe and be with myself and listen to the thoughts that I'm thinking and feel what I'm feeling. It really is about slowing down and really cultivating that internally focused attention. And so for me, another way that I've done that is through journaling and through writing. So a huge part of my divine feminine energy needed to be seen and she needs to be heard. She needs to be validated. She just needs to have that expression. And so that really allows her to step forward. It really opens up and expands a lot of gifts and potentials that lie within that energy. But my, again, my divine masculine energy is more developed because of my cultural experiences and training here. And so it's really about having him step back and allowing her to step forward. And that is again, to that energy of just being, just breathing and being in the present moment and letting things surface. And it's not a pushing or a forcing or an efforting type of thing. It really comes through just that stillness and that presence in the moment. And so another aspect of this that I'd love to dive into, I know we're getting close to the time here for today, but about recognizing consciously that those energies express within the physical body as well. That has really helped me to tap into that. So having the left hand side of my body more associated with the feminine energies and the right hand side of my body more associated with the masculine energies and seeing that that is my whole self, like it's two halves of the same whole and how they're expressing in the world. But it does help me to be more conscious of that. If I have an ache or a pain on one side of the body or the other, it can really alert me to an imbalance within myself and what side of that energy it, it is experiencing that imbalance. It just helps me to have that conscious awareness within myself. I love that, Laurie. That was so beautiful. Wow, this is so deep. I feel that we can really, really talk about this forever and really use this, every one of us, to be inspired by each other. How do other people do this? And how can I do this maybe in a deeper, different way? I often have so many ways of doing it and finding so many little ways just for myself. And then sometimes some of the bigger ones I share out. And I just want to share one with you, which is also related to what Laurie talked about with the masculine and feminine. So. Those who have been with me for a while know I have been talking about and working with the divine union template between the masculine and the feminine energies. And what it means, it means that we're working on allowing the divine feminine energy fully and the divine masculine and allowing those two to come into harmonious union. So what I have done in this phase of expansion of the divine feminine energies, because as Laurie said, I could also feel her really be not so strong in her self-confidence. There was a time where she was really fearful of this expansion in the world. And what I did was that I really allowed my own divine masculine energy to come in and support that and really be telling this part of myself 
that I'm here with you every step of, of the way. And I, can, I really, I'm really here to hold your hand through anything. And when I talk about my divine masculine, it's my inner energy. So I really allow myself to be both side of me and allow myself to support my divine feminine energy fully because she's the one who's going to shine in my experience because I'm here to do what I'm here to do with this, which is greatly intuitive work. So and embodying love and nurture. So that was really a big one for me to allow myself to support myself because it felt like my divine masculine in me, but it also felt like my soul self coming into my human body and saying, I'm here with you every step of the way. I won't leave you no matter what experience you're having. I'm here with you. I'm here by your side and we can go through anything together and you can feel loved and nurtured and supported no matter what experience. And I know that some of you can relate because I know there's some really adventurous souls in here and we often have some really great experience and expansions where we choose to go through experience that are quite extreme sometimes and intense, but also so very loving and rewarding when we allow our divine feminine to be fully embodied and the divine masculine energy inside of us to support that divine feminine energy. So that's how I want to end this conversation. And next week we will be back the same time. And we are going to talk about divine feminine energy again and the future of the divine feminine in this world. And it's going to be really, really exciting. Debbie, do you have something to say here just in the end of our conversation? I would just love to remind everybody that these are all done in a series, so they build on each other. So go back to the very beginning and listen to these and you can just use them and just have them in your ear and listen to these beautiful conversations, but also feel the beautiful energy that comes with these conversations. So I hope to see each and every one of you back here next week and bring your friends, tell them about this new wonderful place that we are really uh, gathering like-minded people that are ready to step up and learn so much more about their own personal power and to embody it. Lori, Matilda, go ahead and on mic and say your goodbyes. I just want to say thank you to everyone who was here today with us. It was amazing. It's just left to say goodbye and we will see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe, give us a five-star rating, leave us a review, and consider sharing our podcast with a friend. This will help other members of our soul family to find our podcast too. We want to thank all of those who help to support our podcast with a small monthly donation through Anchor. We'd love to have you join us and continue on with our conversations in our private Goddess Gathering Facebook group community. And we, of course, want to thank you for listening to our podcast. And we hope you will join us again next time.